0: down with Erin Masemola on the bench with local legends your questions your heroes Welcome to The Touchdown with Aaron Masamola, right here on The Joyride on OFM, The Sound of Your Life. Today we focus on the sport of long distance running. Of course, there is a buzz of excitement in South Africa at the moment, given the fact that we recently saw the successful hosting of the Cape Town Marathon, but also many South Africans are quite excited already for next year, where we will see the Comrades Marathon taking place, and of course, this will be the 95th edition of this iconic, south african event now joining me at this point in time to have this conversation about long distance running in south africa i'm joined by an absolute comrades legend in this country is also the netbank running club team manager at the moment and his name is nick bester nick how are you doing today good afternoon thank you thank you very much i'm fine Thank you so much for joining us on The Touchdown. Nick, I would love for us to start the conversation here. And that's, of course, just touching again on on your well-being. We saw that uh, towards the latter part of last year, um, something drastic happened to you. You being attacked in quite a difficult um, circumstance as well. We would just simply like to get an update uh, from you in terms of how are you doing? How's the body feeling again? And are you on the road again? Are you on the bike again being active as we know you love being active? Yeah,
1: thank you very much. Yeah, it was a terrible incident, uh, but I guarantee you that my body recovered. Um, I'm actually really, really fit at the moment. I'm strong, and uh, I'm I'm always using this. I'm saying, actually, I'm not the fittest ever that I've been in my life, uh, but I won't want... I'm not going to win any races because I'm not fast. I'm fit. So I recovered. There's only one small problem still, you know. They broke. There's nerves. You're... Uh, in your brain, they called olfactory nerves. So in that uh, attack when they hit me with the rocks on my head a couple of times, the olfactory nerves is damaged and that affects your smell and taste. So at the moment I still can't uh, taste or smell um, any food or drinks. So that is, yeah, that is a long term um, problem that maybe won't uh, ever recover.
0: Yeah, but we are incredibly happy to hear that you you are fit and healthy. And hopefully that's something that, that might slightly recover in the future. Maybe it might come back even just a little bit as well. But we are so happy to hear that you are as fit as you've ever been. And of course, um, they always say that you can work on the pace. Nick, can't you work on the pace to win a few races? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, you, need no speed.
1: you need speed when you're old like me. You don't have speed. You've got
0: power and strength and fit, but, but no, 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 speed, speed is gone. <laughs> All right, absolutely fantastic. Nick, I would like for us to jump straight into, into the conversation regarding the state of long-distance running in South Africa. I think when you look at the last year, 2021, of course, the Olympic Games are, of course, a big talking point over there in terms of the male runner, Stephen Mukoka, had somewhat of a solid start, but unfortunately, the heat in Tokyo got a little bit to him. And then on the ladies' side, Gerda Stein is a lady who's doing phenomenal at the moment Um, she did so well in in Tokyo as well and then also recently finishing fourth in the Cape Town Marathon and Stephen of course um, winning the Cape Town Marathon as well looking at the bigger picture because I know that you are working day in and day out in terms of the administration of, of the sport what would you say the state of long distance running looks like in South Africa
1: Well, let's start with long distance. You know, what will you um, see as long distance? um, In the olden days, you call it IAAF, but it is now World Athletics distances. And that um, is 10 and 21 kilometer and 42 kilometer distances. That is um, long distances. But in South Africa, we are concentrating, and, and, and South Africa is known for the commerce marathon. And the two oceans marathon and that is 90 kilometers 50, 56 kilometers. So, that we haven't run that in a while. The last comrades was way back in uh, 2019. So, overall, let's start with the IAAF or World Athletic Distance, the 10, 21, and 42. Our athletes are there, but, but it's not world standard. You know, you'll you'll see that uh, you know athletes are not, not if, if you take the times in Canada currently, is not really close to the 202 mark uh, in the in, the, in the, uh, uh, marathon world record time of Eliud um, Kipchoge. Uh, so we we we, we 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 need youngsters. We need we need new blood that, 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 that we have to develop to be able to match the rest of the top elite 42-kilometre 10 and 21-kilometre athletes in the world. And that is both male and female.
0: Definitely. I'd like for us to to talk about some of the biggest challenges in the sport of of long-distance running. From from an administrative point of view, you working with the athletes on a day-in and a day-out basis, what are some of the biggest challenges that we are facing um, in South Africa in order for us to, to compete against some of the countries in North Africa as well as some of the other countries in Europe as well?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, we need finances. We need that the um, administrators of the sport and the provincial bodies and Athletics of Africa get a financial injection so that we, we can look after the athletes, you know, the athletes need facilities, they need uh, equipment like shoes, supplements, food and coaches and gym to pay the gym and, and then sort of uh, at the end, yeah, end of the day, I think a financial sponsor for Athletics of Africa can help a lot because this year's Olympics. Well, I think it was one of our worst Olympics ever. You know, we take the total amount of medals that we won, uh, especially with a couple of hours, start out like Wake, Kirk and uh, Caster Semenya not competing. And, and, and so it was not really a good uh, Olympics for South Africa. So we need something to happen for the next Olympics. And then I think we have to look at new athletes, young athletes, youth athletes, develop them now. For 2020, 2023, um, the current athletes we've got at the moment, they've done their, their, their you know, they they part. So we, we have to develop the youngsters and the new athletes, and that we have to start at school level, provincial level, and then obviously with uh, South African, uh, pro- uh, South African championships
0: events. Definitely. The one thing that I do want to touch on is the club structure in South Africa. We've seen the success of the NetBank running club in this country. How important is it for us to also bring in a strong club system in the country in order for us to cultivate that young talent as well and also to help the elite, the elite athletes? Yeah, I think the club system uh, in South Africa is very strong.
1: We've got four or five clubs that's got financial support, from the sponsors, like us, you know, we've got Medbank sponsorship, Boxer Athletic Clubs, we've, there's Marion Roberts, there's Sika, and, and, and. And luckily for, 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 for us and for the clubs, they've got a financial um, uh, sponsor, and that is how we help the athletes. That is how we, we're able to look after the athletes on a monthly basis, look after their needs, what they need. We call it the kind of, in other terms, we call it a retainer, the salary we pay the athletes to be able to, to, to train uh for for a specific race. And also all those the supplements uh, the the co-, co-, co the co sponsors that the club's you know, the Shoe sponsors, uh the supplement sponsors, uh Future Line Bavaria, Thirsty, um Biogen, they're all our sponsors and that the athletes. So we, we've got a very really strong system in place to support the athletes and that is why we do a lot of development because we want to look at the new athletes and bring them up and and make them become
0: champions in the next three four years Definitely, and we would love to see those champions as well. I would love for us to just talk about the success of the Cape Town Marathon. We all know that unfortunately COVID-19 has been like the two words that we can't ignore in the world of sports, but a successful Cape Town Marathon is giving us hope to say that we can host running events again in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I was totally surprised at the Cape Town Marathon. You know, I I was personally there with my team of athletes. We booked our time that they wanted us to come and do the COVID test. That was at the expo. You were not allowed to go to fetch your race number if, 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 if you didn't get the COVID test. And it was so well organized. We booked our time for five to four. We arrived there. There was no queue. They take us in, in immediately. Uh, they, you sit down. They did a test in the nose. <laughs> Very irritable thing to do to, to get that stick into your nose. And you sit outside the booth. Within 10 to 15 minutes later, your result was on your phone. And um, except of that, you know, I've got a couple of Ethiopians, Kenyans, we have got five nations that we brought, African nations, that we, the Netbank Running Club brought into to the the Cape Town Marathon. And some of those guys didn't even have their telephone, their telephones there or their telephone numbers. And, but that was also not a problem because they got a a, a barcode that they scanned and they could see the guy's result within 10 to 15 minutes. And then you got a red red armband, then you're allowed to go into the expo because you're COVID free and you, you select your number. I spoke to the race organizer, Ilana. She's one of the race founders and race organizers, Ilana Mayer, a well-known athlete. And she told me that the first day, there was two days of testing for COVID. And the first day, there was 10,000 runners going through that testing procedure on the, uh, two days before the race. On the first day, nobody was positive. And on the second day, I think she told me only four guys were tested for positive for COVID. So just very successful. It was well well organized. So And that 10,000 athletes competing. So that is how I open to the rest of race organizers, you know, let's go forward, let's put on the races and uh, let, let the athletes run, there is a way out
0: definitely you talk about organizers organizing successful races in this country and i think many of us that love the sport of running specifically running the comrades marathon we heard some great news just about a month ago that the 2022 comrades marathon which will be the 95th edition of this amazing race will be taking place on the 28th of august now how excited are you to get this race back because it's especially given the fact that we didn't see this amazing race last year
1: yeah, this is an iconic race, and, 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 and you you you, I can't, you you can't let this, this race uh, go down the drains. So we have to put it on, and I'm glad that the Commerce Marathon is going to put it on next year. Uh, the date changed uh, drastically from May, June now to August. I don't know how that is going to play out, because um, it will be hot in August, uh, although they say only 2 to 3 degrees warmer, hotter than, than May and June, but, but still, we have to see. The other thing that is also a little bit uh, worrying me about the race is only uh, one week away from the 100 kilometer world championship event. And that will maybe keep a couple of top elite runners away from a commerce marathon. And we always see the commerce marathon as the world uh, ultra distance marathon championships of the world. But now with, with the world 100-kilometer championships, one week from that, it, it, it might be that some of the athletes will opt for one or the other. You can't run two of that uh, distance races within a week apart. But yes, we're all glad that the commerce is up and going. Uh, the athletes are happy and they are exciting. They start training for the, for the race. i already got a lot of requests from international athletes to come and represent the Metangrani Club at the Comrades Marathon next year.
0: That's absolutely fantastic. My question to you, Nick, is: You say that you're fit and strong again. Is there a possibility that we can see you running, or will you just be an administrator at next year's Comrades Marathon?
1: <laughs> there is a small possibility. Yeah, there's a small possibility that I'm still going to want. I want to run one Comrades. So it just depends on. Yeah, you know, I've got a couple of knee, knee uh, operations. I've got three screws in my one knee. But it's not a major problem. I must just see it, it's going to hold up. But yeah, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Maybe I'm going to run conference again.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Trust me that many South Africans would love you running that iconic course again. Thank you so much for your time. And of course, we are wishing you and the NetBank Running Club all the best at next year events and as well as some of the other events that you guys will be partaking in. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you very much. Touchdown with Aaron On the bench with local legends. OFM Sport, the personalities behind
1: the plays.